All right, what if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that is exactly what you're going to get. They can help you find work in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Summer is upon us, and whatever you have going on, a vacation, a staycation, a summer wedding, well, Macy's has you covered. If you need summer dresses, matching sets, volume sleeve tops, wedges, straw-crafted bags, I mean, really, they have what you need head to toe. I'm talking Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. So shop summer must-haves at Macy's. Go to Macy's.com slash style. Again, that's Macy's.com slash style. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful thing. Laugh a little more thing. Tight, tighten up your core thing. Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown. Happy Thursday, four things fam. Amy here. And for this little intro before we get into the four things, because this is going to be an OG four things episode where I have four totally different things with Walker Hayes singing in between, like first thing. Second thing, but I'm recording the intro and Lunchbox just walked in. So I was like, join me for the intro. Intro, intro. Yes, which I don't always do, but I thought I'd give you a heads up that today we're going to be talking about holding on to things too tightly. That'll be one of the things. Like, Do you feel like you have a problem with that? Like you can't let go. You're too attached. Yeah, I have an 05 Nissan Altima that has 213,000 miles on it. <laughs> yeah. And so I would say mm-hmm. I hold on to that pretty tight and I don't let it go, even though I have three children and I cannot take all three children in my car at the same time because they don't fit. Oh, yeah. So yeah. that might be holding on too tight. But I am thankful for that Ultima because it has gotten me through so many stages of my life. <laughs> I had that car before I even met my wife. That's unbelievable. Oh, yeah, that is crazy. Like I've mean, had that car for 17 years. Almost half my life I've had that car. Yeah. 
That's a very long time. And I love that you said you were thankful for it because that leads me into gratitude, which we're going to also discuss today. Four things gratitude is something we often do with guests on the show, but I rarely share four things I'm thankful for, but I'm kind of geeking out because Robin Roberts posted about using her four things gratitude journal this week on Instagram. And so that is- Hey, she's going back to work. Motivating me to talk about it. She's going back to work. Yeah, you didn't know she was out? Well, because of Sweet Amber. Who is Sweet Amber? Her wife. I didn't know you called her Sweet Amber. I knew her her partner had That's breast her cancer. partner, yeah. I didn't know her name was Sweet Amber. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know her name. I just <laughs> saw that she had been battling breast cancer. And so I guess Robin Roberts hadn't been at work. And yes. she said she's coming back. Yeah, she is. And she was there this week and she did her Monday motivation post. which talked all about the journal. And I wanted to break down four things gratitude and what that is. And I'll share four things I'm thankful for, which a lot of times inside gratitude... You learn things like what people are watching. She could be thankful for a show or what people are reading. So they're thankful for a book. So I'm going to try to bring some of that in. So before you know, we get into all the things, do you have anything you're thankful for that's also maybe a recommendation? Uh, yes, naps. Listen, guys. Oh, my gosh. I, no, no. no. <laughs> you think I'm joking. Like, I'm serious. When my kids go to lay down for nap time, <laughs> I go lay down for a nap too because it is so amazing how you feel after a nap. It re-energizes your whole body and it's like, you don't think you're tired until you fight through it and you go all day. And then by four o'clock, you're like, I am so tired. I wish I would have taken a nap. A nap will change your life. Didn't we have a story on the Bobby Bone Show this week that people who nap like die earlier? Something about that. But I mean, hey, you you're, know? You're, you can suffer a stroke. But Is- guess what? I, at least I'll be sleeping when I do that, have that stroke. You know what I'm saying? At least I won't be awake fighting through, you know, the tired. I'll be like, oh, I'll rest it and have a stroke. Yes, yes. So I'm thankful for my naps. Okay. Well, we're also going to get into the butterfly analogy. Have you ever heard of that? No. Okay. Well, you'll want to download this podcast and listen to it because I know I you're will... going to leave after the intro and you won't hear me record it, but it's really great. All oh, those are like butterfly kisses when you do it with your eyelashes. No, it's, it's an analogy about how, you know, how butterflies come to be. They're... They're caterpillars. And yeah, yeah. Have you ever read Hungry, Hungry, not Hungry, Hungry Caterpillar? Maybe it's called Hungry, Hungry Caterpillar. It's a book, and it's like, on this day, he ate one apple, but he was still hungry. On this day, he ate two strawberries, but he was still hungry. Is that your level of reading? Is that your book recommendation? It's for- pretty good. Kids love it. <laughs> okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, kids do like it. The only kid book we recommend currently is Stanley... The Dog's First Day of School. Oh, yeah. By Bobby Bones. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. After you read that one, then you can read the Caterpillar one. Well, so this analogy is about, you know, sometimes you go through, when you're going through hard things in life or anything in life in general, it's a process and you want to rush through it. But if you were to rush the process of a caterpillar and the cocoon and then the butterfly, if you rush it too soon or try to get the butterfly out too soon, it won't be the beautiful butterfly that it is. So we'll talk about that and then... Some people sent in relationship questions after I had a relationship expert on last week because we didn't get into like romantic relationships as much. So I have to. Oh, you got a romantic question? I can answer it. Okay. Well, they asked specifically like, what are some of the top things people fight about? And is it like, why are we still fighting about the same things over and over again? And so I had an expert. I emailed her, Dr. Solomon. She was a guest last week, but I had to send her these questions and then she wrote back some replies. And then someone else asked, what's advice for someone that's getting into their first ever romantic relationship? Like as an adult, never dated anybody. Oh. <laughs> what is your advice? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> okay, you're not an expert, so you don't have to have any. No, no, my, my oh boy. My advice is, geez, it's going to be, I, I don't understand, like as an adult, because you're already kind of set in your ways. So it's a little weird. Like you kind of go through bumps of dating 
throughout your life, but if you've never dated anyone, just know that you both are set in your way, so there's going to be a lot of hiccups. And so, I, I don't know, I'm not an expert, but just... Uh, oh, you're not? <laughs> uh, be patient. But you've been married for how long? I think seven years. You think? I think okay. we got married in 2015. Well, some advice right now would be to remember exactly how many years you've been married and what anniversary you're on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's hard. And then in that thing, I'll also share things that people in happy relationships almost never do. So if you're looking to create a happier space within your relationship, try not to do this list of things Fight. that I share. Well, no, I think fighting oh, is okay I thought that, or I thought disagreeing. You were, I thought you were telling me to guess. I mean, it depends on what kind. No, you don't have to guess <laughs> okay. what the things are. But I'll share with people. Like, don't keep score. Oh, yeah. Like, do you don't. keep score with your wife? Oh, sometimes, yeah, for sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But we're probably all guilty of it. Yeah, but it's just a score. reminder. No, but we shouldn't. I we think, need to let that I, I go. I think that's a, I don't know if that's an American thing, but I think we all keep score. Like, I mean, my kids who are two and four in nine months, they keep score like we race to the bathroom in there. I beat you. I won. I well, won. Well, this is like in fights. Like, or you did this, or you did yeah, that. Yeah, remember like when you, you did that? Oh, yeah, and you, uh-huh. you, you hold on to it in your back pocket and you pull it out for it. You, you're like, oh, I'm going to make a note of that. So you and then save the, the stuff. Boom. What about holding on to grudges? Do you do that? With my wife? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's another thing that happy people don't do. Oh, okay. So. Well. I'll I'll email you the list. Okay, thank you. <laughs> okay, all right, thank you, Lunchbox, hey, for joining me for the intro. And now a... we will um, kick things off. Here Wait, we go. You said I was going to do four things. Oh, was... do you want to say four things you're thankful for? Yeah, well, I only did I one. I, I just I, thought you would give an one? example of gratitude, which I didn't even know you were going to roll right into that about the Ultima. So, so I did two. I did naps in my Ultima. Uh huh. I am thankful for adult league recreation. Because I play soccer adult league and it gives me a chance to get my competitiveness out and it's fun to be outside and compete and still be able to play soccer even though I'm 41 years old now. And people on the field think, oh, what is this old man doing here? But it's like, man, it feels so good and refreshing to do that. Yeah. Okay. Fourth thing? Fourth thing I am thankful for. I mean, the easy thing is to say my family, so I won't say that. What else am I thankful for? A paycheck. Because not every, not everybody has a paycheck, you know what I'm saying. So a paycheck is good, and I'm, I'm but I really am thankful for the lottery because it gives me hope that I'm going to be able to retire really soon. Well, depending on when people listen to this, if you're listening to it when it comes out, tomorrow night is the drawing, and we've all paid you twenty dollars yep. so that you can buy us lottery tickets, and we're going to win the billion. So I could be retired after tomorrow. Oh, mm-hmm. that'd be so amazing. Well, I'm so glad I got you on this podcast. We yeah. were very last. Hey, interview. last time, the last <laughs> chance you're going to be able to hear my voice is right here. So it's been real, guys. <laughs> amazing. Okay. Well, thank you, Lunchbox. Bye. And all right, let's get into the four things for today. Here you go. First thing. All right, so I've mentioned several times how much I enjoy my friend Lisa Hames' newsletter that she sends out weekly, and this week's was very helpful for me, so I thought I'd share it with you. For the sake of time, I'm going to pick up and start at the part that really resonated with me. So to give you some context, she is sharing a realization that she had at a recent yoga class, and here's what she wrote. As we bobbed in and then out of Warrior Three quite quickly, not even attempting to hold or find balance, the teacher said, there's a saying in yoga that I arrive and I never arrive. At that moment, I realized yet again how yoga is truly the practice of life in a symbolic way. And it was only then that I realized how I'd forgotten this truth off the mat. We're constantly arriving. And as soon as we take our shoes off and start to get comfy, 
life throws us out of the nest, as Pema Chandra says. In Pema Chandra's book, When Things Fall Apart, which is a nightstand drawer staple, she talks about the practice of non-attachment, which goes hand in hand with this concept of arriving yet never arriving. The premise of practicing non-attachment comes with the understanding that the less painful way to live is simply not to become attached, not to things or places or a much more difficult ask to people. It's truly a practice as a human being because one of the most beautiful and unique things that we do is love and love hard. With that comes wanting to hold on to things, people, places, things, closely and tightly. But can we love without attachment? Can we arrive recognizing it's not permanent and let it be so that we can flow into our next destination when it's time? How much easier would it be then to pivot careers, end dead relationships, make the needed change in our lives? How much less stale would it all feel? It's our grip on life, our perception of how things should be static and final that truly messes with our mind and puts us in a bind. Life in itself, well, is pretty beautiful. Repeat with me. I arrive and yet I never really arrive. With love, Lisa. Now, hopefully part of Lisa's newsletter is something that you needed to hear as well. And Lisa is just someone that has been a huge blessing in my life, especially since she was a big part of my eating disorder recovery. And she co-founded the Outweigh podcast with me. And even though she's no longer co-hosting with me, I would have never started it without her. So definitely going to forever be grateful to her role in that. And then she also has a podcast on my network called The Truthiest Life. So I encourage you to check it out. She has a recent episode with Sammy and they talk about the energy diet that she's on and how to trust yourself when making hard decisions, some body image stuff that's coming up for her dating now after having kids and so much more. So that's just one example of an episode that she has put up recently. But again, it's called The Truthiest Life. And that's my girl, Lisa Haim on Instagram. She is at Lisa, H-A-Y-I-M. All right, I want to tell you about something really awesome that Macy's is doing. It is currently Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, online and in-store. For the entire month of May, you can join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or simply round up in-store to APIA scholars. Now, APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. And Macy's has made it super easy. You can just round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA Scholars, which is an educational nonprofit. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at macy's.com or in store again that's macy's.com you're going to be doing some shopping anyway why not round up and give back that's macy's.com or in store all right so i've been saving on shopping this year by only buying new clothes when i've sold some clothes that i no longer wear and what this has done is it's forced me to be super wise when i'm adding clothes back into my closet i want to update my wardrobe for the long haul with out spending a fortune, and that's where Quince comes into play. You can go see for yourself all the awesome stuff they have. 
uh, especially for summer right now, like European linen dresses and blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, 14 karat gold jewelry, so much more. And if you're like me, you're like, hmm, this just seems too good to be true. Well, what Quince does is they partner directly with top factories and they cut out the cost of the middleman and they pass the savings on to us. So we are getting things for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. For example, I'm literally looking on their website right now at this open knit cover up maxi dress that'll be great for the summer, 100% organic cotton, and it's $49.90. It could retail for $148. So that's 66% savings. And with warm weather here, you need to check out Quince. All you got to do is go to quince.com slash Amy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash Amy. You're going to get free shipping. Again, 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash Amy. A friend was over for dinner the other day and, you know, we were just making conversation around the table, asking questions. And this friend said to my daughter, like, hey, what's something that makes your mom happy? And her response without missing a beat was clean countertops. Wiping down the countertops is a simple way for me to reset, especially when the smell is just right. And by smell, I'm talking about coconut. Coconut scented Clorox Sentiva is my go-to. And I personally love that she answered that without hesitation. That means she knows me well, and that's really special. And of course, yeah, I do love clean countertops. I love wiping them down. I will always choose the smell of coconut over anything. I don't know what scent matches your vibe, but there's coconut, there's grapefruit, there's lavender. And again, for me, it's always going to be coconut. My kitchen smells like a little tropical vacation when I use it. And I love that with Clorox, I know I'm getting a really good clean as well. So it's a powerful clean and a refreshing scent. Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. You can get yours now at a retail store near you. I don't want to waste my time taking vitamins that aren't really going to do much for me. Like I want research. I want to know like, hey, this is actually doing something for my body. And Ritual knows this. That's why they conducted the research. They've done clinical trials on their Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin. The results... Well, it increased vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in just 12 weeks. And as a woman, I want healthy vitamin D levels and omega-3 levels. And all I got to do is take my Ritual Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin every morning. I take them on an empty stomach, but sometimes if I forget, I may take them in the afternoon. It's really up to you when you want to take them. There's nine key nutrients in two delayed release capsules. And what the delay release capsules does for us is it optimizes our body's absorption of these nutrients. It's gentle on the empty stomach. Like I said, I can take it first thing in the morning and I'm totally fine. And with a minty essence in every bottle, it actually makes taking your vitamins enjoyable. No more shady business. Ritual is essential for women. 18 plus is a multivitamin that you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash four things. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash four things for 25% off. Second thing.
If you've listened to the podcast for a while, you know I'm a huge fan of Robin Roberts. She's even come on as a guest before. And this week, I totally geeked out when she posted on Instagram about our Four Things Gratitude Journal that Mary and I made to support Haiti. Now, I've stalked her posts in the past, you know, to see if the journal's still there sitting on her dressing room counter because it's it's always just kind of there. But on Monday, she actually referenced it when she was doing her Monday motivation post and she pointed to her glam fam in the room and then told them that she had written them in as one of the things she was thankful for that morning and then she patted the journal on the counter like right here mm -hmm, wrote it in this journal which is our journal and I personally haven't been on Instagram for about two weeks because I've been taking a break but Mary texted it to me and we both just thought it was so cool and even more cool that Robin actually really does use our gratitude journal. It's not just there sitting on the counter because we had sent it to her. I texted Mary back saying that this was worth me getting back on Instagram to post about and share. And then it got me thinking about how I often have guests share four things that they're thankful for, but I don't always go into you know, why we have them do it. And it really is all based on our four things gratitude journal and how we want to encourage you to practice gratitude when you can as well. And when Mary and I started the whole process, like we were intimidated by journaling. So we wanted to create a journal that's very simple. And it even has stickers for the days that you might not have the words. It has prompts, questions in the back that you can ask yourself that'll get your brain thinking in that way. Because you always have something, even in the hard stuff, that you can find to be thankful for. And, you know, when you're doing it, you can even start small and do four things a week that you're thankful for. Like pick four days. If four things a day seems overwhelming, then yeah, maybe four different days out of the week, write something down. And then it really can be anything big or small, like you heard lunchboxes in the intro. And then I'll share some of mine coming up. They don't have to be anything too crazy. It's just about you being intentional about things that you have in your life to be thankful for. And Again, you know, I'm about to share with you four things that I'm thankful for right now, but I just encourage you to do the same. It's about showing you that you can do it because this is something that I was once overwhelmed by, but you just grab any notebook that you have and start jotting things down or maybe create a, in the note section of your phone, create a little gratitude section and start typing in things that you're thankful for. Or if you're curious about our journal that we made, you can hit up fourthings.com and then feel good knowing that your purchase is supporting education in Haiti through Project MetaShare. All right, first thing, I mean, it's kind of obvious here. I'm thankful for Robin Roberts. But there's actually a quote of hers that I love that I want to share with you that I came across probably last week. I mean, I've heard it before, but I love that I also saw it last week. So I'm going to share it with you. And it's similar to what Lisa was saying in her newsletter about arriving, but never really arriving. Here's the quote from Robin Roberts, her book, Everybody's Got Something. Cancer forced me out of my comfort zone, but the reality is that in life, there are no true comfort zones. Life comes at us in ways that we can't predict or control. So again, it's like, hmm, I arrive and yet I never really arrive. And then, you know, my second thing that I'm thankful for in relation to cancer is I had a mammogram last week, which... You know, Lunchbox and I were talking about how, you know, Sweet Amber has breast cancer. Robin Roberts had it several years ago. I think it was early 2000, 2005, 6 or 7 or so. And I got my results and they came back normal. 
no signs of cancer. So very thankful for that. And this is also just a PSA to get your yearly mammograms once you hit 40. If you have access to do that, don't put it off. Take advantage of it. Make sure you're taking care of yourself and being proactive. All right, now the third thing I'm thankful for is pretty simple, and it's Diet Coke. It's something that I used to drink all the time, but now I drink it very rarely. However, I got a Diet Coke the other night at dinner with the kids, and it was glorious. Like, it was so good. And my kids are like, oh, why are you drinking Diet Coke? And I tried to explain them. This is what I grew up on as a kid because this is what we had in my household, and I drank it more than regular Coke. So really at this point in my life, it doesn't have to do with the, you know, sugar or the calories or whatever. It's just that's the taste that I grew to love. And so I will choose a Diet Coke over a regular Coke, hands down, any day. And it was so good. Fourth thing I'm thankful for, fiction books. Now, if you know me, this has never been my thing. I've always leaned way more into nonfiction, but these days I just want to get lost in stories and I don't really care if they're real or totally made up. And I just pulled up an email that I got from a listener, Kelly Carroll, who shared a note about a recent fiction book that I shared on The Fifth Thing. I was talking about Emily Giffen's book, Meant to Be, and she sent me this email, and I thought it would be good for y'all to hear in case you're looking for some good fiction books to read. Hey, Amy, hope you're well today. I just finished listening to today's Fifth Thing episode, and I absolutely loved Meant to Be by Emily Giffen. It's so good. Emily Giffen books are amazing. She is one of the only authors that I automatically pre-order and completely devour the book once I get it. I found Joe and Kate both so endearing. I have some other Emily Giffen recommendations for you and Kat. Her first book, Something Borrowed, would be a great one to read if you want to watch the movie after. It's on Netflix with Kate Hudson. Another one of Emily's that I would suggest for you is The One and Only. I would suggest this because I know that you're a huge Friday Night Lights fan and this book is centered around a football town. You can't go wrong with any of her books, though. I'm so thankful for you and Kat. You both bring sunlight and warmth to my days, and I hope to pass that on to others. I hope we can connect soon. I would truly love to chat with you for a listener stroll, a.k.a. listener Q&A episode. Keep shining and having a great day, your friend in North Carolina, Kelly. So y'all heard it here. Emily Giffen books are where it's at. And Mary, again, founder of The Shot Forward and co-founder of Espoir, our organization that, you know, supports Haiti that I made the journal with. She also loves Emily Giffen books. I found another one that I want to read and I sent it to Mary and she was like, oh, I already read that one. It is good. So you've got Two people here, and then me. I've only read Meant to Be, but I'm about to add way more Emily Giffen books to my library. And I recommend y'all do the same because clearly can't go wrong with what she has to put out. Here we go. My therapist recently shared with me a quick version of the butterfly analogy. So I Googled it and I want to read the whole thing with you in case, you know, you're in a season of life that's hard and you wish it would just hurry up and pass because you're just like want to get through it. Just hurry up, pass you by. And this analogy will remind you of why it's important to not rush the process. Consider the analogy of a butterfly inside its cocoon. When you see the butterfly struggling, you are tempted to peel the cocoon off to free the butterfly so that it can fly away. But what happens to a butterfly when it does not have the necessary struggle to free itself from its cocoon? Its wings are weak. 
the butterfly soon dies. The struggle makes the butterfly strong. Think of yourself as a butterfly locked in your cocoon. Your struggle gives you strength. Without the struggle, you will not be strong enough for the next phase of your life. At times, you may want someone else to resolve your issues for you, wishing for less on your plate. But like the butterfly, if someone solves these issues for you, you will not grow strong enough to move into the next phase of your life. The struggle is your path to freedom, whether you consciously recognize it or not. So there you go. The butterfly analogy. And I just feel like it's very simple, totally makes sense. But if you're in the thick of something right now, think of yourself as a butterfly and try to look for butterflies and use them as strength when you see as a symbol of strength when you see them if you see a beautiful butterfly flying around know what it had to go through to get there and that that will soon be you Last week, my guest was a relationship expert and therapist, Dr. Alexandra Solomon, but we didn't focus on romantic relationships. And then we got some emails wishing that we had talked more about that. A couple of listeners specifically emailed in curious about why couples keep fighting about the same thing. Like, what are the things that couples fight about most? And then why do we get stuck in that? And then another person wanted the best advice for someone getting into a relationship for the first time. So I reached out to Dr. Solomon to get her answers, and here's what she sent back to me. Now, for the first question from Lacey about couples fighting and why, Dr. Solomon said, the big five hot topics that couples fight about are parenting, in-laws, domestic labor, money, and sex. But what we have to keep in mind is that these topics are charged because of underlying questions that fuel the content of the fight. Are we okay? Can you see this from my perspective? How important am I to you? And then the second question from Mark, what's the best advice for someone getting into a relationship? She wrote back, The best advice for someone getting into a relationship is to commit to practicing relational self-awareness. Stay curious about why you are reacting to your partner's behavior in the way that you are. When you feel upset with your partner, ask yourself, who does my partner remind me of in this moment? What does this moment remind me of from my past? What is scaring or upsetting about the similarity between then and now? What do I need slash want right now that I'm not getting? How can I ask for what I need slash want? So there you go, Lacey and Mark. I hope those answers are helpful. I personally found them to be. And on a related note, I pulled an article that we had saved for the Bobby Bone Show that we never ended up using. And it's about things that people in happy relationships almost never do. So I'll quickly run through those. Lunchbox and I kind of touched on a couple of them in the intro. But first of all, people that are in happy relationships, they almost never keep score. In a healthy relationship, partners do things for each other because they want to, not because they're tallying each other's good and bad deeds or expecting their partner to return the favor. The next thing is they don't hold grudges. Unhappy couples let frustration and disappointment create distance between them, but happy ones accept that nobody's perfect and they're willing to forgive and move on. 
They don't call each other names. Even in the heat of the moment, name calling can lead to resentment and defensiveness and happy couples don't resort to that kind of negativity. They don't snoop. People who are in a healthy relationship don't need to dig through their partner's texts or emails because they're open with each other and they trust each other. They don't have a sense that their partner is trying to hide something, so there's nothing to snoop for. And lastly, they remind each other that they're on the same team. Some people treat their partner like an opponent or an enemy, but not happy couples. They remember that they're on the same side even when they just agree to disagree on an issue. So... There you go. If you want to try to create a happy relationship, see if you're doing any of these things and maybe share this with your partner so y'all can hold each other accountable to some of this stuff. And then, yeah, well, I guess just before I go, I, I want to go back to even how, she, you know, Dr. Solomon answered Mark's question, asking those questions. Mark was asking advice for getting into a relationship. And I love that that was her advice was relational self-awareness. And that really could be in any relationship that you have, a relationship with yourself at work, with friends, a romantic one, all those questions, like you can be triggered in all kinds of ways by all different people, but a lot of those questions will help you figure it out and get to the root of it and see why you're reacting the way that you're reacting. So go back and listen to those questions if you need to again, and maybe write them down take notes. All right. Hope y'all are having an amazing day and I will see y'all on Saturday for another Outweigh episode. That's our podcast that is dedicated to eating disorder recovery and disordered eating and body image and all the things. And that is every Saturday. And if that's not your thing, you're not into it, then Kat and I will see you on Tuesday for the fifth thing. Bye. Ah, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, They have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. All right, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can really make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org.